you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Hello, and welcome to season two of Life Coaching Comedians, where here there's no client confidentiality because, well, it's super duper funny, duh. <laughs> I'm your host, Lexis Charday. And if you guys didn't figure it out last season, I am in character during this podcast. I know I use my real name and all that, but think of my character as one of my alter egos or one of my multiple personalities. (laughs) So I'm really excited to share season two with you guys. I did take a different approach and decided to do everything in person. So I went out there, did some networking, and met a lot of talented Phoenix comedians who will be featured in this season. And I am trying to get out there and travel a little bit more um, and also meet with comedians from other places. So if you're a comedian and you're coming to Phoenix, hit me up. I'd love to do a session with you. Also, I decided to start doing webisodes. So not only is there a podcast, but there's also a web series version where everything is videotaped in person. So it's super fun. So if you have a friend that you think might like the podcast, but you know, some people, they just don't like to listen. You can check out my YouTube channel, um, which is Lex Luther. And I'll be posting all of my webisode versions of my podcast on there. So my first guest, I'm super excited to introduce. Her name is Andriana Garland. And I love her because she decided to use a little character herself. It's actually pretty funny because if you pay attention, she did an accent. Dude, it was totally throwing me off of my voice. I was like picking up on her accent. So I had to try extra hard not to talk in the accent. So that's really fun. You might notice that. Um, Also, landscapers come out on Mondays. So you might hear a little... Um, I don't know, lawnmower in the background. I tried my best to edit that out. So, but anyway, a quick bio on Andriana. Um, she has no limit to how many buffalo chicken wings she can eat. This thespian of a woman began doing comedy in Israel. Talk about international. She is now taking Phoenix by its wings and is well known in the comedy scene. She has won multiple hula hoop contests and three different countries and even one at sea. Aye aye matey! When she's not doing comedy you can find her in full costume at a local child's birthday party. That is so much fun. So without further ado I present to you season two of Life Coaching Comedians. I hope you all enjoy. Well, hello, Miss Andriana. <laughs> hello, darling. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, actually. I'm doing well. Hmm. So tell me, what brings you in today? I'm actually having a little bit of, um, you know, anxiety. I, I always want to have the perfect response when people say something stupid. Because I feel like, as a comedian, they expect you to say something funny when they insult you. And I can't always think of it until you know, multiple hours later, which isn't particularly effective. Oh, okay. Do you really feel that you need to have a response when someone says something dumb to you? Absolutely. I have to put them in their place. Mm. Because after all, men need to know where they belong, which is beneath me. 
Mm, I see. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about the men in your life. <laughs> Are you currently single? I am, in fact. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, do you like being single? I mean, you know, I've recently got out of one coffin. I'm not exactly measuring myself for another one, if that's what you mean. Oh, interesting choice of words. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so um, you enjoy the single life then? I do. I do very much. Okay. Um, would you say that you've had a good relationship with your father? Oh, <laughs> well, you don't become a comedian because your father gave you the right amount of hugs, do you? I don't know. I, I'm... Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I, I got lots of hugs from my father growing up, so oh. I can't well, completely I, agree with you. I'm not my parents' favourite child. That would be my, uh, my younger brother. Actually, when he had a baby recently, my mother said, Oh... Finally, a real grandchild. And I was like, oh, mum, uh, I gave you four previously. So, mm. Mm, yes, not, not quite their favourite. Yeah, it sounds, uh, it would be, be hard to hear that from your parents, yeah. I mean, they're lovely people. They just, uh, you know, they have their issues. Mm, okay. So the relationship with the parents is... Well, I mean, it's an entertaining one. Mm -hmm. You know... Their parenting style as a child was quite interesting as well. At one point they decided that my Barbie dolls were a problem because they would make me hypersexual given their very sexual bodies. So they stripped all the dolls naked, 30 of them, told me they were dead, and then buried them in a cardboard box in the backyard. And how old were you when this happened? I was 12. Okay. Um, did they catch you doing some sort of sexual act and masturbation or...? I... I don't recall that part of the story, but I could have buried it, I suppose. Now, I honestly think it was just that they saw that I was maturing and were concerned about what effect the dolls might have. So, I'm just curious on what exactly it was that they saw that would make you make them think that you were hypersexual, per se. <laughs> was there a certain, a certain event or anything? I think it was just that I, I really wanted to start wearing, like, high heels and makeup and that sort of thing. Like, oh, I think at 12, that's pretty normal. I was, you know, but mm -hmm. I was very tall for my age. I was already a B cup at the age of 12. Oh, and wow. So people thought I was about 18 or 20. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> which was a problem for them, because, you know, your daughter's 12 years old and yeah. looks 20. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, I was actually going to high school classes at the mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I was academically advanced. Oh, okay. So they didn't particularly like me wearing makeup and looking 18, going to a high school, being 12 years old. I see, I see. How would you say your relationship has with your parents has affected you in your adult life? Well, I certainly think that it makes me a better comic because, mm -hmm. you know... Funny comes from the need to survive. Mm. You know, my high school experience was absolutely abysmal. Like, Stephen King would write a great novel about it. Mm -hmm. um, and my relationship with parents was quite similar, especially during that time period. It was... It was a really good Dateline special. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that... That idea that we need to be funny just to make it through the day actually makes us more clever and think on our feet a bit more. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think... 
you know, um, like Patch Williams said the most, or Patch Adams, right? Yes. Robin Williams' character. <laughs> I got those two mixed up. Rest in peace, Robin. Um, I believe his character said it best, like, laughter is the best medicine, right? Absolutely. I think the more that we can open our eyes to the inconveniences in our lives and things that, you know, anyone else would be upset about and yeah. laugh at them, it's, it's a big sign of growth, you it's know? It's true. So, well, actually, after I... I was in high school, I had a failed suicide attempt, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't possibly be bad at this too, I'm bad at everything. <laughs> uh, actually, so I bust out laughing, because I was like, mm-hmm. that is so funny, that I'm even bad at killing myself. Is um, that when you decided to become a comic, that you laughed at that your I could be funny. Yeah, suicide attempt? Yeah, started writing plays and jokes, yeah. and puts them with my friends, and that sort of thing, just mm-hmm. realised that humour was effective at dealing with situations. Very interesting story. Um, all right, so let's get back to the topic of um, men here. So you believe that men are the inferior species? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they'd much, much argue about it. They certainly do a good job of proving it consistently. And how do they prove that to you? I mean, mainly, they do the most idiotic things. So recently, I was complaining to a friend of mine about how much I hate getting dick pics in my inbox every single day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you poor thing, I'm so sorry you've had to deal with that. You know what, let's change it up, I'm going to send you a tasteful nude. And I was like, no, I'm literally complaining about exactly that, don't, don't send me your knockoff Anne Getty's adult male naked picture. He sends it, you know, he's not an idiot, so neck down, of course, his face isn't in the picture. Uh, he used the Facebook Sharpie, you know, they can draw in pictures with, mm-hmm. to colour just the penis. Uh, so he had given himself what all little white boys want, which is the giant black penis. Uh, I laughed so hard, I just started crying. Mm-hmm. Because, actually, technically it means that the first stick picture ever make me wet. Though, I mean, the fact that you can be complaining to a man about how stupid men are mm-hmm. and sending you unwanted naked pictures, and his solution to the problem mm-hmm. was to send me a naked picture. Mm-hmm. A woman wouldn't do that. I agree. I, <laughs> I completely agree. Um... Andriana, do you um, believe in the law of attraction? Perhaps you can explain it a bit more. So the law of attraction means whatever you put your focus and your desires, whatever you say it is that you Mm -hmm. want, whatever you put your attention on, that is what is drawn into your life. Oh. Then I must really be doing a poor job focusing on the right things. Well, the thing (laughs) is, is... And that's kind of where I was trying to get at. <laughs> if you're constantly saying, I hate it when a male sends me a dick pic. I can't stand it when a male sends me a dick pic. I don't want a dick pic, right? Mm-hmm. Think of it as a radio channel, right? You're turning the channel back and forth, right? And you, you're you on the dick pic channel because you keep saying <laughs> dick pic, dick pic, dick pic, dick pic. So you're going to receive a dick pic from the transmitter because that's the signal that you're sending out, whether you want it or not. Exactly. Right? So have you thought about focusing on the things that you do like when men do? Hmm, no, I have not. Or maybe making a list of the things that you would like in an ideal partner. Not saying that you need a partner. You're very, very independent. (laughs) And I do like that about you. But maybe making a list. So... 
don't we make a list together? Would that be a sure, good? Okay. Before we do that, um, I would like to do an exercise with you just to get you to relax and get in touch with um, your true essence. Would that be okay? Of course. Okay. So I am going to have you hold um, this crystal. And um, this is an aragonite. Okay. Um, I like it because it kind of reminds me of your name a little bit. <laughs> um, this is an Argonite, and this is uh, for your sacral base chakra. All right. And this has, so your base chakra is related to your tribe. So your tribe would be your parents, okay? And although I think you've done a tremendous job at channeling that energy of the void that you feel from the love that your parents have not been giving you, it's still something that needs to be healed. Right. And so I think there may be some negative energy in that chakra, okay? So I want you to take this and literally hold it over your vagina. <laughs> Just because, you know, it's it nothing sexual, no, but that's where the chakra is. Where, um, so, where else would I possibly hear So it? go ahead and relax your legs. Right. And let the, the crystal sit on your vagina. Okay. And I would like for you to put your hands over and go ahead and rub it a little bit. <laughs> get some warmth there. Sure. And this is a safe place. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> and then go ahead and just place your hands on top. And I want mm -hmm. you to close your eyes. All right. And I want you to take a deep breath. And breathe out. Okay. And the second breath, I want you to breathe in. And open up your mouth and let whatever sound needs to come out. Okay? Now, <clears throat> as you're breathing in, I want you to imagine breathing in everything that is positive and radiates love to you. And when you breathe out, I want you to imagine breathing out all the negativity, the stress, the anxiety, okay? We're filtering that out. And I want you to do this about three to five times. Amazing. Go ahead and open up your eyes, my dear. Good. Mm -hmm. Feel a little bit more relaxed. Oh, very. Good, okay. You can keep the crystal there if it brings you comfort, <laughs> or you can put it aside. I'll sit over here, okay. actually. Thank you, darling. Um, so let's make a list. If you want to close your eyes yeah. and visualize whatever is going to make you feel more comfortable. I want you to maybe think about um, maybe the best relationship you've had in your life. Um, think about maybe a moment where you felt the most loved, okay? Just best experience you can think of. And if you can't think of an experience that actually happens, I want you to think about what that would feel like All to right. you, okay? All right, so I want you to close your eyes mm -hmm. and imagine your ideal lover and how that feels. And I want you to list the characteristics. Right. Um, he would have to be quite masculine. Um, also, um, particularly attentive, uh, I would have to think it was cute when I text him like 42 times a day because I have a huge problem with texting and he has to find that adorable. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. definitely have to have a fairly high libido because 
I do. Here's <laughs> somebody who can keep up with me. Mm. Just be kind and speak respectfully to other people because I can't stand it when you're out with somebody and they're rude to the waiter or whatever. It's absolutely horrifying. Mm. Has to be curious in nature, I like to learn things, I like to go out, I like to be in the outdoors. Can't stand people who just want to sit in front of the television all day. Oh, adventurous culinarily as well, so willing to try new things, try new things in all respects. Just like a genuinely good person. I do want to point out something to you, my dear. Now, as you were going through this list of what you're looking for in your ideal man, I would like to point out there was a couple of times where you said, for example, you want someone who is respectful to humans, and you said, I hate when. Yes. I hate when they do this. I hate when they do that, right? You're putting that out into the universe, mm. right? It doesn't matter if you want it or not. If you're putting it out there, you're attracting it into your life. So you kind of have to learn how to, in a way, turn a, turn a blind eye to the things that you don't want right? Mm -hmm. Don't even acknowledge it. Because whatever energy you put towards it, you're going to be attracting that into your life, right? Understood. Like, have you ever been driving on the freeway and thought, I don't want a ticket, I don't want to get pulled over, or whatever, and then you get pulled over. Has that ever happened to you before? Actually, yes. Um, for work, I work at parties, so I'm always dressed up in some sort of ridiculous costume, like Elsa, a Little Mermaid, mm -hmm. or a belly dancing costume. So whenever I'm driving to work, I'm always thinking to myself, please don't get pulled over, this would be so embarrassing, please don't get pulled over. And it's actually happened like three times, where I get pulled over in full costume and face makeup, and they're like, what is going on? It's... Absolutely. So you're a, you're attracting that into your <laughs> life, my darling. Do you see it? It's yes. happening before your eyes. So I want you. This is what I the self work. I'm not calling it homework anymore. I had a, a client that said he didn't like the word homework, so mm -hmm. I'm not going to call it homework. I'm going to call it self work. The self work I'm going to have you go home with today is for one. I want you to take this list and I want you to build on it, okay? And every morning or whenever you, uh, or do you, are you the type of person that likes to go over their goals for the day or do you always have a list or yes. pray or meditate or anything like that? I do go over everything I want to get done during the day and okay. try to strategize how I can make it most effective. I love that you're listing your goals and your to-do list and you're tackling that. So I want you to kind of add this maybe before you do your to-do your to list because we all need love and we, we all deserve to have that, that partner, right? And so maybe you can say something like this and whatever language makes most sense to you, ask the universe. First, you want to start with a positive mantra like, I am worthy of love. Mm -hmm. I am worthy of the love that I give to be reciprocated onto me. Something like that. Start with a positive affirmation. Sure. And then say, I will find, I trust the universe will bring me a lover that is masculine, attentive, 
likes the attention I give him, has a high libido, who is kind, who is respectful to all humans, a philanthropist, if I may, likes nature, is adventurous with his food and activities, and is genuinely a good person, right? right. And end with another uh, positive affirmation. And then move on to your goals for the day. And you do that every day. Maybe the list changes. Maybe you add more. But the thing is, it's only the positive that you're focusing right. on. Yes. What do you think about that? I think that's really good advice. Because I feel like as humans, we tend to focus always on the negative. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, online is just a giant cesspit of complaining. Mm-hmm. It's because we all want to talk about the fact that our muffin only had three blueberries in it. And so our day is going to be terrible. Which is utterly ridiculous because you were lucky enough to have a muffin at all. Mm. I do appreciate a good muffin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're fantastic. They are. Okay, so I think that's a a good start. Um, I think uh, aside from the list, just positive mantras in in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking yourself in the mirror every morning and um, telling yourself... Even if you don't believe it yet, telling yourself that you are worthy of love, that you are worthy of these things, maybe counteracting things that your parents may have said to you mm-hmm. that were negative, right? Because we get so brainwashed with the things that happened to us in our childhood. That Yes, you know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When I look at the mirror every morning, I see the comment my grandmother must have made at Thanksgiving, which was that I was so plump, they should put me in the oven instead of the turkey. Ah. Uh, That's a great joke. (laughs) It's actually true. She did say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Multiple times, in fact. Most holidays. So, I mean, yes, counteracting that visual image when I see myself in the mirror as something that should be roasted and eaten. Probably good. Well, um, I think all comedians should be roasted, so... (laughs) Just a little bit. It's it's humbling. (laughs) Um, and you should be eaten, darling, because you are scrumptious. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll find a man that would love to eat you. I, I have to uh, hope for that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, take those. Just like you were saying before, you've learned to be this amazing comedian because of the things that your parents were saying to you. So take that and flip it, you know. Yes, yeah. I am a turkey. I am delicious. (laughs) I can handle being roasted. I can handle a little bit of fire. And you are going to eat my pussy. (laughs) Right? It's just all how you interpret it. Even though their intent may have been different, you can always flip it. Because your mind thinks whatever you're thinking in that moment is real. Right. So if you think about the past and those hurtful things they come to light just as if they're happening just now because your brain does not know time mm-hmm. so flip it to make you think about something positive make it laugh make it laughable you know mm-hmm. there was actually a great moment in high school in which we were dissecting fetal pigs and one of the boys cut off all the toes of one and threw them at me so really not toes much like little hoof things but anyway if you could say, showering you in gifts, I suppose that's a better way of looking at it than throwing pink parts at you. Totally. <laughs> that's great. That's great improvement. Okay, so how are you feeling about this? Do you feel comfortable moving forward with this at home? Absolutely. I think okay. there's something I can do. Okay, and would you like to come back and talk about it more? Maybe see how it's changed your perspective a little bit, or maybe what has been 
brought into your life or what you attracted into oh, your life. Certain. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Well, I'm so glad that you are just so open-minded and just such a beautiful young lady. Oh, I like you call me young. Thank you so much, darling. You are. You're as young as you feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm like 14. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Um, so why don't you tell our subscribers here uh, how they can find you or get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, well, I'm on Facebook, obviously. Mine's uh, my name, Andriana Garlit. Uh, I'm on Twitter as I Heart Werebears, like werewolves, but werebears, because oh. I actually write a fantasy book series uh, about the supernatural. It's actually comedy adventure novels. They're quite entertaining. Uh, the first one's called The Golden Curse, but they are all available on Amazon. Awesome, awesome. And uh, do you um, do you have any weekly shows that you're doing or? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, variety of shows around the valley. So if you find, mm -hmm. if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter, you can find out where I'm going to be performing that week. Awesome. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. And there you have it. I want to thank all of you for listening um, to the beautiful Andriana Garland. And if you would like to get in touch with her or find out more information about her, definitely feel free to visit our website at lifecoachingcomedians.com. And don't forget that on Thursdays, we do therapy. Namaste.